anything else is just kind of like, oh, cool, that happened. Okay, I'll check. Or like BlizzCon or something. You know, it's just, I, those are the only things that I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's that time of year. But I don't, I don't remember the last time I've watched uh, the Gamescom thing. Yeah, well, the Gamescom is the European E3, so. That's, oh, okay. So that's why it's a big thing. It's like their E3. But they did one call. Like, it's so weird because they call it Gamescom Opening Nightlife. So they kind of seems like they fused it with like um, Keop Gifli or what is this? Keop Gifli or that guy from X, you know, the gamer trailers, game trailers.com. Oh, Jeff Keeley? Is that his name? Jeff? I think, is that Keeley or something like that? Jeff Keeley, yes, it is Jeff Keeley. Yes, that guy. Yeah, he was he was on uh during was it the Xbox one? He was the host guy. Yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, he's basically the the guy who is like a big the big journalist and stuff, but I guess he's the one who was in charge of promoting Gamescon and then doing it. And I guess they liked it, so they let him do it for Gamescom. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyways, they did like one thing that I like that they showed this um, on Gamescom. They showed an extended gameplay trailer for um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Like they showed more. And I'm like, okay, can I just play this game already? Like, <laughs> like yeah, I just... that, that's me with like every. I feel like lately that's me with every game. It's like okay, nice trailer, but can we just have the game already? Like I, I'm, I guess I'm at that point in life where I'm just like I don't, I don't care anymore. I mean, it's cool and all to see the reveal, but and actually, it feels like a lot of reveals lately um, have been. I mean, not of all of them, but there's been a lot of reveals that um, have come out with like really soon release dates, um, or at least sooner than anticipated. On some of the games i guess that they showed that i at least i was kind of interested in like i guess microsoft light simulator being one of them but um i don't know it's kind of cool i guess yeah but of course you have like cyberpunk and that thing's gonna uh feels forever it feels like it's gonna be forever but and that's 2077 months away 2077 yeah who knows what we'll, we'll, we'll be in cyberpunk in 2077 <laughs> yeah well no that, that would be more like a, a comment for star citizen it, that would be funny if they it was like they had a date at the end of it or a year like star citizen 3046 or something <laughs> i'm sure everybody would be saying that man freaking star citizen um yeah that, that was a cool game you showed me when i was watching you play it i'm like oh one point was it 1.6 billion no it was less that was like 600 million dollars isn't it or 600 million dollars 1.6 billion was um i'm sorry i still have the amount of money psg the soccer team has spent on their players to lose to a german team and then that's always stuck in my head for a while because they just won the champions <laughs> mm -hmm. and i'm like my my team won it Bayern Munich so um, that that number 1.6 billion to lose the final that you literally spent on the amount of players to win it is just must 
that burn must have a lot of salt in it, you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, but that's why I said 1.6 billion, but like a billion. But yeah, Star Citizen was 600 million, you say? Yeah. 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 I can't, I don't know. Um, it's, it's funny to me that these people don't, like, people got pissed off again at them, but, you know. People keep donating, so. Oh, no, it's 300 million. It's 300 million. I just checking. 338. People are like, give him more money. Holy crap, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so far they raised over 300 million, so. Um, you know, quality game there, I hope, soon. Or yeah. something. <laughs> 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 I mean, it have, runs better than last I played it, but it's still, yeah. Have you ever had a chance to play the game, Raul? Star Citizen? No. I never bought into it because I looked at it a long time ago and I was like, wow, this looks really fucking good and their goals are really uh, ambitious. So I'm not going to pay. I'm going to wait and see. And uh, it's gone exactly how I expected it to. <laughs> man i mean give it time and it'll turn into something but i don't know exactly what that something would be but uh you know hey it's a great fun little thing to jump in every so often and be like huh this hasn't changed that much <laughs> but i mean it is it is cool i mean it's the kind of game i like and it's it's an interesting idea but i mean the the progress on it is just so slow like they're they're putting a bunch of cool stuff into it, but it's only stuff that they can throw into a, a teaser trailer to try to get more people. I mean, they should really focus on fixing the bugs that they have um, and stuff first, because really everything, all the focus that they seem to have is funneled towards selling the game rather than making it an experience that's going to be um, enjoyable. I mean, they don't even have. Uh, uh, in-game tutorial kind of telling you what the game like what there is to do and like help guide you so if you give them money prepare for an experience that is not tailored to be enjoyable for the the consumer basically unless you go on youtube and you kind of look it up it took quite a while and even then my my ship was all glitching uh it decided my ship for whatever reason just didn't just always wanted to, to thrust down and so it was constantly flying downward so i had to fight the ship in order to finally have it leave the hangar and then on top of that i had to go to a reddit post to figure out how to actually open the hangar and so yeah it's it's kind of a mess you think an easy little tool tip that pops up you know giving you kind of an idea of what to do would be easy and quick to put in but i i guess it's even though i know it's not but for them, apparently, it's it's super hard. Maybe that's where all the millions of dollars are going into is for each letter of that tooltip. I mean, you. I mean, okay. As a developer, right? You would think that okay. What if you just make like a little picture tutorial, right? Screenshot with little tips, like you said, to show the player, and have that like on the top right corner, because you know it's a game that it's not finished, and they're constantly changing things, so why not add something that's gonna add to be able to connect with your players 
so they know where to do certain things. If, if for example, like you, um, you're, you're a player that came back after such a long time, right? So, and then you don't remember that. So it'd be kind of nice to always have those little tips. But like you said, <laughs> who knows where they're spending that money on? Definitely not those screenshots or those tool tips to yeah, help the player. So the major problem with it is when you, you jump in the game and you want to try it out, but you know it's like an alpha or not even alpha. I don't know. It's whatever. And you're like, all right, well, let me just, you know, give it a shot and see what it's like. And then you find out where you, you're having so much trouble even loot, like finding your ship or like, you know, because you've spawned in a city, which does have a, um, a place where you can go to, to you know, uh, like a spaceport, but it's the sign like it's so confusing on how to find it uh just because you're not used to everything you're trying to figure out what's going on i i mean i eventually i was just like okay and oh it doesn't allow you to respawn somewhere else at least back when i played it and so you're kind of stuck there so at that point anyone that just wanted to jump in and see how the game is you're kind of left with okay well maybe it's a little too early for me to jump in and enjoy it then i'll go i'll play i'll try again in like a few months uh, so that kind of, I'm sure a lot of people do that. Is they're like, yeah, I'm really interested in this game. I want to see it succeed. You know, here I, I'm, I'm giving them money to, with my intention of trying to support them. And then, you know, you jump in, and I guess what would have been more beneficial to them if they really cared about the game, and uh, making it an enjoyable experience instead of this huge, long, drawn out cash grab, um, is they would have made. For, for once, focused and made a full game based off of maybe only a handful of planets or even just one planet and allowed you to fly around that at first. But instead, they're just like, okay, we're going to just do the most extreme parts and have all that implemented in and then go back and maybe fix the most minor bugs that really ruin a, a person's first experience in the game. Um, so really, they just are in it for the first initial spike of uh people's you know like buying the game and then afterwards they're not interested in sustaining it with like ship uh, i mean there are people that spend a lot of money on the ships and stuff but um like there was there's even a lot of their money i guess came from some anonymous donor um who was like, cuff, some, like cuff themselves they're recycling the money around <laughs> yes yeah, so i don't know what's going on imagine like that's the scheme like they're using their own money to fund their own project but 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 by using the money that they donate they got through donations they're basically like oh no this is how are we getting the money like a, yeah. a way to like freaking wash your money or something yeah i don't know to me they should have done what you said start small and go big not go huge and then small details because how are you going to be able to actually capture all those small details correctly after you've gone and done a lot of other stuff i don't know it seems like they're not i mean do you guys know if they actually developed any game before this one yeah they did some really old it, it was um shoot forget the name of it um you would have probably you might have heard of it but it's um what was it called it, it was pretty it was a successful game in the past Let's see okay 
Um, but yeah, I mean, so they they uh, prove themselves before is what you're telling me, right? They have something that was successful. Well, or not maybe... even that. Like they, they released a game, and it wasn't even they. It was just it was just the Robert the Chris Roberts, and then probably another person, or I don't know. I don't know if it was a big um, thing, but uh, I'm trying to find what it's called. Um, it's called. Uh, freelancer so freelancer um was somewhat popular or somewhat a success i guess um back in the day back in 2000 and 2003 well you know what i think i have seen this game before and obviously it was a probably a small team that did that and then um just like just like elite dangerous where you know the original elite was made and it was a bunch of fans of either the old elite game or the uh or the creator that backed it originally and uh you know they were fans of that they were really looking forward to this new game and then um yeah <laughs> that's where it started so i don't even it it was just like a one-time hey this game's kind of cool and then years years later you know here we are and I don't think that's enough to even, just because they had one successful game back in 2000, I don't think that's enough to merit, like, the kind of, uh, you know, but anyway. You know, one thing that I <clears throat> I think I kind of have to say is, like, when people saw this, because to me, I never jump into the hype either for that game, but when people saw this, were, like, they really convinced that they were going to be able to do this? Like, like... I feel like part of the people are too gullible to believe this okay, kind of claims. I, I do believe they can do it. I just don't think because they they have they were they're able to do what I have that has never been done before, like to the scale. And now there were so many games. If anything, the the hype of this game has created a lot of other individual companies um developers to make similar attempts at the game you know stuff that are similar to like space engineers and like dual universes is one there's a bunch of other ones that are basically or imperium imperion i think it's another one there's all these games where they have these massive uh where like these huge scale worlds and you can leave them and go to another planet and do base building or whatever but um they what they're doing and I, I can see it i mean i can see them finishing it actually coming out with something pretty substantial it's just their their focus is not there i feel like their their organization is not there they're they're just not they need to they need to have somebody lead it that knows what they're doing basically like there there needs to be some kind of direction um and because they've had so many like changes and they i think they just definitely undertook a project that they were not ready to undertake but they do have a very impressive at least you know um game that that is is unfortunately taking way too long to develop although it's showing progress it's just not um it's going to be a while until it's at a state that it's going to be um anywhere like what we see on people playing it on youtube and everything because i feel like those videos I see on YouTube like don't really aren't really representative of the actual experience you have in the game, but 
it's like the, all those components are in the game. Um, you know, some really awesome ship um, uh, ship designs, you know, being able to interact with the ship and everything, like it's all there. It just needs some tweaks and it needs um, more things to do. And I feel like a lot of the hard part is kind of done. It's just them populating the world with uh, things worth, you know, checking out and then squashing all those bugs. Um, but other than that, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just the state right, that right. I saw the game on was just like, meh. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to go AFK one second. Right okay. That's just always the problem with games that go wide, though. It's like, like I'm looking at a new upcoming MMO, you know, quote unquote upcoming. Fucking, it's called Ashes of Creation, but it, it, it looks cool. But like the features that they said they're gonna have, it's like, dude, this game's coming out in 2077, just like how I feel. <laughs> Star Citizen will come out in 2077. That's so funny. Um, yeah, this game apparently is on beta, the Ashes of Creation. So I don't know. I never heard of it until you you said it, and who knows. See, that's, you know what's funny? <clears throat> Growing up, I kept looking at MMOs for the longest time because I was always craving that MMO, MMO, MMO. And every single one that I played was disappointing. Like, it wasn't refined or it just looked pretty. Um, it wasn't fun. It was a grind fest. It was like, I don't know. Story of my life. So I honestly just gave up. Like, I'm like, you know, <clears throat> for MMOs, there's literally just a few that are worth even your time. Final Fantasy, World of Warcraft, and maybe Guild Wars, right? Everything else seems just like it's kind of just put on together. And if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, they just, people keep trying. And I'm sure there's some Asian ones that are super popular that I'm not even mentioning. But um, at least to me, I'm just thinking... The ones that stand out or the ones that are like that I hear from, right? Like because I know Amazon is doing their MMO, um, and then they're also yeah, doing New World. New World, and then they're doing a Lord of the Rings one, uh, which is the one I'm interested in, but there hasn't been anything um, really worth noting. Um I'm back. obviously Welcome back. Obviously, like I, I kind of want to see more of the Lord of the Rings MMO, and I'm super interested in that one. But I feel like that one is gonna be lacking for a while. <laughs> Just Have you guys played the original uh, MMO? Mm, I don't remember, man. To be honest, like if I did, yeah, I, had... I probably did it for a very, very small amount of time. That one I I had so much fun with, and it wasn't even because of the the gameplay, I guess, like the main part of the game. It was just because you can play instruments and like actually play them with your keyboard. And uh, I I had found out a way where you can upload, or I didn't find out, but you know, you know, I through the guidance of some individuals and also looking up the information, um, I was able to figure out how to like upload. Um, almost like a MIDI file into the game. So then the player would be able to place these like intricate um, 
you know, songs and everything. And so it was such an awesome feeling, like going over to like a random, really popular place and jumping up onto like the stage and like playing these really intricate songs and people just were like, they would stop and run over and like, you know, just check it out. Uh, and people were like, wow, you're so good. It was just fun. I mean, there was, it was, I, it's those kind of things that, um, I mean, the gameplay itself was, and it was like kind of mediocre. It was a typical MMO, but like just that instrument experience was uh, real, it was really fun. <laughs> that's kind of funny that that's the part that uh caught your attention <laughs> but that's yeah. cool man like i don't even think i made it that far it was just that experience and that's all i re really did <laughs> made a lot of little friends back then and of course i don't talk to them, any of them now but that was fun yeah um but man i feel like mmos is the same the same thing over and over like I'm still waiting for the one that I'm like, oh yes, this is the one that I want to play. Cause honestly, I think I lost my. I was telling um, Kerber that I lost my love for MMOs just because, like, every time I play one growing up, like every new one or like an Asian one or whatever, right? Any any one that was had hype, I played all of them and I was always disappointed. <laughs> so like my love for the MMOs kind of just windled down to like um, just the three that I mentioned before you know WoW, Final Fantasy and uh, maybe Guild Wars which I haven't touched <laughs> in I don't know how long but I still have my account for all of those and then I just haven't touched them in forever and then with the new World of Warcraft Shadowlands stuff I was kind of like I'm kind of interested to maybe give it a go but I don't know how long I could play it, you know, maybe, maybe a month and then I'll be done with it. Like, I just don't think that it can hold my attention for any longer than that. Just because, man, I feel like once you play WoW, you play WoW, even though they add things here, they add things there, but it's just WoW. And I love the universe and the characters and everything, but I don't know. I feel like I'm more interested in experiences now, uh, like single player or, or something that I don't need to dedicate, hunt like lots of hours in it. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I just like to do to actually have an ending to a game, have a, <laughs> and then and I'm I'm content with an ending. Some, but you know we were able to go into a VR world. Um, with an MMO status, I'm probably going to be interested in that. Kind of like, you know, who wouldn't be? Like, that sounds really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm sure you two are like the big fans of MMOs that I know. Um, I think if I didn't have all my friends to play with, my, I'd probably play a lot less, for sure. I mean, but, yeah. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> doing doing dungeons and raids with a squad is always super fun. I mean, yeah, in a sense, is you hanging out with your friends, right? Just having a conversation, having fun, um, getting a little challenge here and there together. I mean, that, that's what co-op is about. And then you know, like the amount of people you can do in co-op in an MMO is so much bigger than in a single player or co-op explain. Um, 
experience that net normally ends. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's I don't know. Like I said, I need to see something super impressive. Like like I'm still interested in the Lord of the Rings one, and you know I need to see some 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 more in there. So hopefully there's finally one that doesn't disappoint me. I mean, I will say with New World that uh, most impressive graphics I've seen for an MMO ever, but also worst combat I've ever seen in an MMO ever. As like the most basic combat for an MMO possible. Well, it's not it's not fully completed, right? Like it's just alpha, so they can always refine the. Damn. They're looking for a 2021 release. I really doubt they're gonna rework their entire combat system by then. Well, I'm I don't know about reworking, but you can refine it to be better, you know. Or you think that's just not it a possibility? A, there, there's no depth to the combat at all, and there's like really dumb mechanics where uh, getting attacked by like the mobs essentially stuns you and stops your attack. And so what I've seen is like, oh, you can get a, a bunch of people and get a gun and then perpetually stunlock everything. Well, I'm sure they're looking to taking that out or like having like a uh, cooldown effect on how many times someone could get stunned <clears throat> repeatedly or or it's going to be like Diablo 2 all over again. Remember the knockback? <laughs> the knockback from the Amazon and the Paladins knockback. Yeah. But like... It's essentially Skyrim combat. It's not. It's not worse. That's not too bad, you know. Like that's fine, as long as it works fine. Like he also has to feel good. Yeah. Not feel good. From what I've seen, that does not look enjoyable. You know what's funny? That's like I'm. A, I'm a fan of the Godfall game that's coming out uh, by Gearbox, and I'm. I don't know why. I feel like the combat doesn't. It does. It doesn't feel good, and I'm. I'm. I'm hope I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just overanalyzing how it looks and and then the feel of it by just watching the video. Because watching something is always different than playing something, you know. Because you don't know if the characters have weight on them. You don't know if the character if he, if there's a reason why it looks a certain way or he plays a certain way. But like once I get my hands on it, I'll be able to fully decide whether, like is actually legitimate what I'm seeing, you know, or maybe it's just a worry that I have that shouldn't be a worry at all. Like it could you be know, that. One, yeah. one thing I'm concerned about with hack and slash games is, and I'm hoping it's not, this doesn't plague uh, the, that game with what Godfall or whatever it's called um, is the, you know, you know, those games where you like do a combo or something. And then the combo has this chain where it just like will automatically go into it and the character just keeps swinging off into the distance even if the character you know you end up missing and you can't like cancel it out and switch to attack that other you know i hate that like if there's like if you i don't know do like a special or something and it starts doing like all these rapid attacks and all the rapid attacks miss and you just keep like doing it until you, and your character just keeps going off <laughs> like off to the side like completely missing and like Four seconds later, the, the combo ends, and then the enemy's like behind you. That's that's always been a thing that killed killed it for. And and actually, uh, 
unfortunately assassin's creed odyssey is one of those games that do does that uh and it allows you to kind of adjust the the direction you're going but man it's so like immersion breaking it's so stupid hmm well i'm trying to think of a game that does that um pretty much i, all, I, I like... kind of feel like most of the time when you do a combo or like let's say you're doing a combo for something and the combo, it's either, if the combo is a special attack, the character is going to do the prompt. If you're doing like square, square or triangle, triangle, and then obviously the prompt's going to continue because you did it four times. So do you mean like a cancel out of the, like so for example, if you do like so square, 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 and you don't want to do the, you actually just want to stop at the second square. Do you want like yeah, a cancel? So like, let's say in real life, if you're if you're like or you know in a movie or whatever, if the character if the character is swinging, so sometimes you'll get like a berserk ability or or something like that that uh, basically chains a bunch of attacks together and you direct it in a certain direction, and uh, you know pretty much anything in your path gets attacked. So like, in most most times, you know if you the character usually know if they. They they missed the care the the enemy or the enemy moved off to the side um, within the first swing or two, but if it's like one of those abilities where you ha you press it and then all of a sudden okay everything in this arch is gonna get attacked and then there's the animation that carries through the whole you know thing. So specifically in uh, Assassin's Creed there's like this um, ability I think it's like overcharge or over whatever I don't know what it's called but anyway. Um, and you you hit the R1 bumper and the the right uh, right trigger at the same time, and you pretty much unleash like all these attacks. And if depending on the weapon you're using, sometimes it's like for example the the axe or not the axe but the spear, um, uh, pretty much any of the longer weapons, you'll do this, these swings and like you pretty much just keep going in that one direction, especially if you've upgraded that ability past a certain level. And so you have a bunch of chained abilities that happen at once or a change of attacks. And so if you like were attacking one enemy and let's say that enemy just died like in one hit because he had really low health or you just barely missed that character, you'll just keep attacking for probably about five seconds uh, in one direction. And you can kind of steer the character, but it's probably maybe like, I don't know, five degrees every like one second or something, or that's probably even generous, probably every three seconds. So it's really subtle. Um, but so you kind of have to go through that whole animation until finally. So it's almost like I'm, I'm imagining when you, the character's attacking, they just close their eyes and they're like, here I go. And then they just swing, 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 swing hoping that they hit something. And uh, that's what, <laughs> I've seen that in a number of games. Um, well, I mean, the, word I, the place that I've seen that on most, I guess, would be like in fighting games, just because you you do the move or you do the special move, and then essentially the move is done, and then it leaves you vulnerable, and then the other person counters, so you have to be perfect with your timing to not miss. But on Assassin's Creed, I don't know, like it's, doesn't well, doesn't so seem like it's something yeah it's different when you're in a two-dimensional environment opposed to like a 3d because i don't know when it's a hack and slash game you kind of want the ability kind of like how dark souls is 
where you do have a lot more control. You can pretty much dodge any time. Um, but like with, you know, once again, Assassin's Creed, you can't dodge out of that combo. You just have to like, okay, here I go, <laughs> you know, and, and quintessentially the, uh, Assassin's Creed is pretty much a hack and slash game nowadays. So if anything, <laughs> it's a good comparison. I mean, probably it's just <clears throat> basically, I guess that's just the design of that ability, I suppose. And then, you know, I don't think, I don't think they thought through that because I guess since everybody kind of like, like you say, if everybody does it, like, I don't think Ubisoft is one of those studios that are like, you know what, we're going to evolve this kind of gameplay and, um, refine it and make it very, <laughs> very good. <laughs> I feel like they're more like, okay, this works, keep it that way, kind of people, you know, like, I don't know, I could be wrong, I could be basically me uh, pretending how Ubisoft thinks about development, but, like, I, I played their Assassin's Creed games, um, and they're not very deep, in my opinion, like, I feel like I don't, like, at least the, for the original trilogy, like, I did not have to upgrade anything, and I could beat the game, all I have to do is just parry, and then press the button, parry, press the buttons. You know, it's like super simple. Um, yeah, that changed when they put microtransactions in the game. But either way, you know, like, um, I, I'm, I'm glad that, like, you know, for the most part, like on Ninja Gaiden, Tell Me Cry, God of War, um, Bayonetta, like it has those kind of things, but most of the time they're like charge abilities. So if you charge an ability and you let go and you miss, that's literally on you, <laughs> you know, like, shoot, I should have waited to do this ability or whatever. But I, I like, I, I never had an issue with those kind of abilities, especially with their charging abilities. But if it's just a combo that you're doing and then the character just keeps going, it's kind of like, uh, you, you should be able to stop that. <laughs> you never want to be locked in animation. That can make things feel funky. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but like, like I said, for example, if, if it's charge move, you know? Yeah, that that that's intentional. Like that's on you. You're you're choosing to do this one. That's all. That's like that's always locked, which is fine. But if every combo you ever do is a locked animation, that's not very fun. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I mean. Like you know, like I I hope it's not like that. But that sucks if it is. And yeah, there, I know I know what he means. That's why I was like, yeah, it, it depends, but I don't know. Like on Ninja Gaiden, when you hold down um, Y or triangle, depending on the console you're playing, and then you charge your like blade, and then let's say you hit one, but then you miss, like he does the entire like Y animation for the most part. But if I remember correctly, you have to land it. Like if you miss, he doesn't go with it. So I could be wrong on that one. I remember that because you, you, he can either decapitate people's heads off or if he hits, he jumps into the other people around him. But if it's okay, yes. So if he does hit, it gets locked in the animation until it finishes, whether there's enemies or not. So I guess that's kind of like whatever. But that's if you land. If you don't land, he doesn't do it. And from the sounds of Jinji Mo, it just means like you you do the animation whether and it lands or not, it keeps doing it, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Like it, it's just uh, it's pretty much you trigger this animation, and then the animation plays through until it's finished. But you do you do gain like an inv vulnerability um, while the animation's playing, which is you know beneficial. But uh, honestly, it's just it feels kind of it feels either I don't know I for whatever reason they chose that, but I mean it could also be. Like, oh, yeah, you, you chose to do this ability. Uh, you know, you just got to be wiser to choose it, you know, more successfully or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, hopefully in the next one they fix that or they refine it. Uh, they probably won't. <laughs> I, and... I mean, I'm hoping it's a, a better experience. I mean, the improvement from Origins to Odyssey definitely was welcome. I mean, Origins was a good game. Odyssey seems a lot more solid. Um, but we'll see with this new one. I don't know. I, I'm going to give it a shot just because I was so surprised with Odyssey um, on how that turned out that I I would actually give the new one, Valhalla, a, a chance. Yeah. You know what I, what I feel like they should do with the new Assassin's Creed branding, though? They should just, like... like like on this one like that's why they're going with like odyssey origins and valhalla like they're trying to basically says like assassin's creed inspired <laughs> yeah it's, it's not yeah, necessarily say, like i've i don't know i think i have probably like i went to see if i had any like how many hours i have in this game and um and i'm actually playing it while i'm talking to you guys but I, I feel like, like I looked on the, the Xbox tracker thing and it said 16 hours. I feel like it's been a lot longer than that. I feel like 50 hours would be closer, but I don't know. Maybe it has only been 60 hours in game. But um, I, you know, being pretty, pretty far into the story, I'm assuming there has not been, besides like the, the animus, like, you know, it's that character from the or from Origins again, and then she goes into the animus. There hasn't been any like Assassin's Creed, except for like references or anything in this game, uh, besides jumping from the point, you know, points like doing the jump leap of faith, and um, yeah, other than that, I mean, so far, and then there's also like the, you know, the the that really ancient high tech civilization kind of people, uh, kind of around, but other than that, it feels like its own self contained. Uh, game really like external to assassin's creed you know i feel like like i think we had discussed this before that we said that it literally just keeps assassin's creed just to sell like it feels like that or it looks like that even though um it, it, it's not they it, this is basically the evolution that they they decided they needed to go with Assassin's Creed after pumping so many iterations to the same kind of type of game. And I feel like people want to change, so they went the RPG route. But when they went that route, they also forgot that <laughs> this was an Assassin's Creed game. And they're like, well, we're just going to make a new kind of game with some Assassin's Creed inspired things. And then there's how we got Origins, how we got Odyssey, and now Valhalla. And honestly, like I'm a huge, I'm a huge um, Nordic lore fanatic. Like, so I'm excited for Valhalla, but I was literally 
looking at the gameplay and to me it looks whatever um and that this is coming from someone who hasn't played origins or odyssey which i i do own both of those but i just haven't got around to playing them and you know if they do change it i hope it's for the better like you seem to like those games so like i'm not worried about the games being a bad game but i am definitely in the mindset that when i play these games i'm not really going to be playing an assassin's creed game anymore it's more like an assassin's creed rpg <laughs> uh, you know, hack yeah, and slash I, I, so i would agree on that but also knowing that it's an assassin's creed game kind of adds a little interest a little more interest like every game I, I wonder how they're gonna fit the whole um the meta of you know being inside a simulation kind of thing and then also how they're gonna reveal the different you know like there's obviously some story elements that are persistent throughout the titles um and it's really it really interests me now like how are they gonna fit those into the world um and i'm I, like i said i'm like i'm i've been playing this game for for quite a while, I mean, probably about a month straight, and um, I, I'm still curious on when are they're gonna introduce some of these. Like, I mean, I've found certain items, I've had certain like there's some quests that you go on that you know you finish them all and then you unlock something, and that's really enticing to me. Um, going through all those, collecting the stuff, and then finding like, oh cool, I got this like new thing or whatever um, that looks pretty badass or like a new weapon, and I feel like they did that pretty well because the the quests don't feel as repetitive i mean i'm i absolutely despise repetitive quests but for some reason i i actually went through and did um all of the the question mark quest stuff you know like i found all of the hidden areas in the entire map and it's massive and looking at origins i wouldn't even like i couldn't i did not want to go through and do that for whatever reason but this definitely was um a lot more interesting probably because it's islands and it's a lot more um it's easier to uh block them off into okay this uh, you know i here's a new island i'm gonna go in 100 it almost even though it doesn't you know technically you don't 100 an island but you know in my mind i i revealed all the areas in it and i got all the question mark quests or whatever and i did i finished all them and so then i move on to the next area and you you get some really interesting quests like some really cool because a lot of I've seen a lot of games like for example, Gears of War. They throw the mythological stuff right at you. It's like full on, full throttle all the time. But with this, it's like a believable uh, ancient Greece, uh, ancient Greek world, and um, but with like hidden uh, things in it that are like, oh whoa, this is you know like there'll be a hidden actual Cyclops or a Medusa or or you know or Medusa I should say. Um, or whatever you know, creature or like the Minotaur, which I, I the way they they brought in the Minotaur is is actually amazing because they they based um, they had this quest line that you went through, and the whole story was that the Minotaur was actually kind of a gimmick to uh, lure people in, and I won't go much detail into that, but it's really cool, and you're like, oh darn, like it looks like there's no real Minotaur. And then you find another quest line that leads you into like this thing. And surely enough, at the end of it, you're standing, you know, at the entranceway to this labyrinth and you can see this golden thread, which is in the story of, the, you know, um, the ancient Greek story, the myth, you know, of how 
the Minotaur was like handled, I guess. But um, that was freaking awesome. Like that was a really cool experience. Um, and I, that's what's kind of keeping me playing this because like, you know, you never know what mythological creature is just going to come out of nowhere. Um, because I also know that there's like DLC that I have on this is like, you know, going to Atlantis and all that. And knowing that I've been playing this game primarily in a, a, realist, a somewhat realistic setting and there's these like magical points in it that are scattered around the world that you you very rarely actually go and find. It just, it's really cool. It makes it even more um, mystifying and everything and, and worth actually getting those quests because you know those specific quests um, kind of break all boundaries because it's going towards the mythological more than the realistic. Um, I mean, so they're I, just I, basically sounds like they're doing like Greek mythology in there, like not like Greek history or you know actually Roman his like empire so history. It, it's like a mixture it, of the Greek mythology and in there. Yeah, no, it is it is Greek myth uh, Greek history. Like you know, there's the whole fall of Athens. There's the whole all that stuff in the game, and it, it's it's told um, very interesting. Like uh, Plato, well, Plato as a kid is in it. Um, Socrates, um, you know, Hephaestus, um, um, and all that, all of them, you know, they're all the really big, uh, names that, you know, you'd hear, you would learn in a history class are all in it and they're told in a realistic setting, but then off in the corners of these, the world, there's these random quests that are focused on the mythological stuff, even though there is a lot of, um, parts in here that kind of say, oh, the myth, you know, this mythical beast, uh, you know, they've heard that people have seen it, but it's probably not real. Like they, they're, they're skeptics in the world. And so for a lot of the game, you're really thinking, oh, there's probably no these, because there are some quests that you'll play and you find out that the, for example, the mythological Pegasus or something, somebody think was told that this horse is, a, you know, a Pegasi or whatever. And it ended up, they, they rode it off a cliff and basically plummeted to their death. So it's like, okay, it was just a joke, you know, or whatever. But then you do find mythological creatures and they're set up so well. Um, it, it's just nice. It's it's nice to have a game where it's like somewhat histor his, uh, historically realistic, not realistic, but like it's, it's believable. And then having the, just the off, you know, randomly like whoa here's an actual mythological creature thing and it, it really feels a lot more has more presence than it would if you're used to seeing a bunch of you know flying monkeys or whatever <laughs> that's funny but yeah man i mean honestly it just sounds like a an old um one of those old roman movies that i seen like clash of the titans that like they don't really believe in it some of the people and some of them do and then goes back and forth and then they're like oh my god it's actually real <laughs> And then the legend continues or whatever, which oh, is, yeah, I mean, so, sounds cool though. Like, like to me, that sounds, that sounds good. Like I like it. So I mean, they're definitely yeah. interested in those games, mm -hmm. um, but still, I still haven't had a chance to finish Ghost of Tsushima and I've been trying, but <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I feel like I need to finish this game already. Like, but I want to like, but then I don't want to finish it. It's kind of those games that I'm like. Man, I'm really, really enjoying this. I don't want it to end. So, oh, by the way, did you did you guys get on? Uh, I mean, 
reason why I'm bringing this up is because, like, I'm thinking I want to play it, but I want to wait until the PS5 comes out. Did you guys get on the registration list for the pre-order? I did. I got an email um, from Sony, and then I pulled and I and I got it, and I registered it on there, and then I told my uncle, I guess, and then I forgot about it for a while, mm -hmm. and then I saw it back on the news, and I'm like, you know what? This probably should have been something I post right away because it didn't tell me. Um, I was definitely on there. Like, yeah, I mean, they send it to your email, so if you check your emails, you probably get an invitation. Yeah, so, I didn't. I don't think I got it in my email, but I saw it. Uh, I saw it mentioned, I think, on uh, N4G, and I was like, oh shoot, I should have done that. But yeah, no, that I don't know if I mean I signed up. I don't know if it officially I'm registered or not, but. Yeah, like I got it like on Wednesday at 2 p.m. And then I kind of just forgot about it because um, I, I had like an actual busy week. So I, like I couldn't just be like, oh, do this and do that. And then got busy and I forgot about it. <laughs> but I mean, I wonder because this is this registration list is literally only with the PlayStation Store. So this this playstations that are registering are gonna come directly from sony so if you didn't register from here you'll still be able to register for an amazon for a best buy for a target pre-order those are still going to be an option but this is just for the playstation sony store I, I guess they're trying to see how much money they can make directly without losing some money to the retailers i don't know but yeah, this comes directly from Sony and PlayStation. So if you missed it, you know, you still have an opportunity out there to go through the Amazon, through the Best Buy, or your retailer of choice that handles pre-orders. Um, but yeah, it's going to be pretty cool to see the price, which is what I'm still waiting for, um, and the release date, which I'm assuming is going to be November, and then it's probably going to be November, what? Uh, let's see if I can land it. Um, I think it's going to release November 20th, um, 2020. <laughs> so that'd be, that'd be funny. November 20, 2020. That, I mean, I would choose that as a release date personally because it's right before Black Friday. And then it's going to leak through the holidays through December and it's a perfect date and it's a Friday. So as a personal preference, you heard it here first, November 20, release date, PS5. <laughs> uh, we'll see though. We'll see. Um, how much do you guys think it's going to cost? Like, I feel like it's going to cost... 500. For which version? A base. The base five hundred, and then so what's gonna be with the disc? How much is that one gonna be? Seven six ninety nine plus tax. No, I don't think so. That's too high. Um, how about you, Jinjima? What do you think? Uh, six hundred. Six hundred, with the disc or this list? Uh, with the disc. Yeah, I feel like that was more reasonable, but I think <clears throat> it's gonna be they're gonna launch it without the disc for probably four ninety nine, and then the 
the disc by $50 more, maybe $549.99. Or they could surprise us and actually do a, what, a, I don't, I don't know, because they had a lot of success with a 400 one, but I feel like they might do like a 450 um, or maybe 480 something. I feel like they're trying to undercut Xbox as well. So I don't know. I don't know. Right now, I feel like both companies are playing chicken. <laughs> and like, if they keep going like this, they're going to come the release date. It's going to be like, okay, guys, it comes out tomorrow and it's this much. Um, so are you thinking like a 299 for base? And like a no, no. More like a, um, like a, the cheapest I can think they could do for a um, the base without this would be uh 450 or 480 like if they try if they want to sell the the digital only version i feel like 500 will be the most but if they can manage to lower maybe by by 470 or 479.99 480 like they will i mean i feel like ps5 is gonna sell regardless but yeah i'm thinking it can't this version maybe 550 um and then the this less version 500 um or it could be 580 uh if they go to 600 i'm like yikes that's that's pretty high i mean isn't that how much the ps3 was when it first came out so i remember paying that much it probably came with the game though um i think ps3 was um 600 maybe yeah 600 it was 600 dollars and then they had a terrible luck with that. Um, but, you know, if they were to launch a console at 600 again, that, that would mean that Microsoft is also launching a console at 600. Um, because if any of these consoles launch at a lower price, it's going to basically you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm not buying that console. That's too expensive. I feel like they could get away with 500 and keeping it in the 500 range, but once it reaches 600, um, I feel like a lot of people are gonna be like, "God damn, that's kind of expensive." Um, I know they're expecting the consoles to be expensive and more pricier, but as a marketing, I don't know, like if the 600 price will work. This generation. I 100% expect them to, to bump up the price, like honestly. To 600 yeah. yeah have you guys uh, seen that they released the prices for the new um nvidia 3 3000 series oh yeah that's like ridiculous um prices <laughs> oh yeah like, um okay um i guess i'm going to wait for a price drop because the uh the 3070 is 600 dollars it's like okay, the thirty eighty eight hundred, your thirty ninety, fourteen hundred, and then so the cheapest I, one I is thirty sixty four hundred. I'm like okay. <laughs> is is that like a lot higher than it used to? Because for whatever I mean, I feel like those are I'd pay that much for the thirty ninety, but I know I've been kind of I haven't upgraded my computer in forever, um, but I think wasn't it the Originally, they were like twelve hundred or so at that same, or was it thousand at that same level of release? I mean, the thirty ninety is that supposed to be like the Titan? 
No, yeah. that, I wasn't mad. Is that the Titan or is that a, supposed to be like the 1080 Ti? So, this, no, this is just, it's called 3090, bro. I don't know. They, they, they're I, they're I not specific. That, um, I thought that 3080 was supposed to be like the 2080. Well, and then the Titan version is supposed to be the 3090. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> it is confusing because normally they have a specific name for the Titan or they have a specific name for the next iteration, but this is the first time I've seen the 90 pop-up. Um, I've seen 85 or whatever, which is... Yeah. Um, but never seen 90. This is the first time. And no, normally when you buy a 70 card, it's usually... A hundred to hundred fifty dollars less. It's like three hundred something, like three hundred fifty, three eighty. This article and then the, that the, the thirty seventy will match twenty eighty TIs. Um. Well, I guess we'll see. Once the uh, we'll see the performance once there's actually benchmarks and everything. Um, because yeah, there is there's limited information on these cars because I was trying to see how what they can do and then they use they had some information but it wasn't fully detailed right so I want to see the full amount um, but if they're this expensive I'm sure they're gonna be like some pretty beast video cars but like to me when I see that 3060 for four hundred dollars I'm like whoa so that does that mean that the 3060 should be able to beat every 400 dollars video car out right here today um it should right according to me like that's what i would equate like a 3060 like 399 maybe not a ti but i, I it better be like better than a 2080 <laughs> you know or like or if anything, it really does make the resell market of the last gen look a lot more enticing. Um, to be able to pick up like a 2080 at an even lower price, and depending on the performance, I mean, it could be a, one hell of a deal. Um, you know, I guess it really depends on what the the performance is and everything, because we don't really know that yet. But yeah, if it uh, if it's only marginally better. Um, It'd be a nice, uh, nice price drop, hopefully. Yeah, um, it's just very to me. Like I'm not, I'm not a fan of the prices right now. Even though these are the prices that they're setting, I suppose. Um, but you know, I'm a per I'm a patient person, and I'm definitely gonna wait for the prices to drop down a couple hundred dollars before I purchase any of these cards. <laughs> I feel like with my PS5 I should be set and and I mean honestly if they charge $600 for a console itself and it can perform as well as an RTX 3070 I feel like most people like who want to have something relatively good don't have to spend a lot of money on their gaming computer anymore if their console can do a very good performance in comparison um but yeah to me it says what the rtx 3080 is supposed to be like 15 to 25 percent better than the ti the 2080 ti so maybe that has something to do with the price 
but damn, it's expensive as hell. I mean, still be cheaper, I guess, than an RTX 2080 Ti. What, $800? So what I'm interested now, by the way, in, I wanna know what AMD is gonna respond with Navi and the kind of video cards they're gonna push out and the amount of performance that we're gonna get out of those and check the price as well um, to see how it compares to the RTX series. So, man, this is crazy to me. Did you guys see the size of this thing though, by the way? Did you see how big it is? Yeah, it uses, doesn't it use three, uh, three six uh, plugs, six pin plugs or something like that? Yeah, it does. Uh, well, right now, let's see, mine uses a three and a four, I think. Or no, it's it's an eight and a four and a and a three. So I well, think it uses like mine's like an eight and a six. Fours. Yeah. Um, but if you put a picture comparison, it's like goddamn, it's definitely like twenty percent bigger. So it'd be yeah. funny if the if it's because they made it bigger, they're able to get that performance. <laughs> they're like, yeah. let's make it bigger, guys. It looks kind of cool though, um, at least the screenshots, I think it was, uh, if they are going to go with that look, um, but where it's all black and it's got those uh, fins and everything, it's kind of cool. Yeah, um, I mean, it looks weird to me, to be honest, like, it looks like, I don't know how the airflow works on there, like, it feels like some of the airflow will get blocked but it seems like it has another fan on the other side that you yeah, can't it's like see. Yeah, it's like a design. Um, I guess we need to take it apart and then see how it looks in the inside, how the airflow works. Because I think these beasts are going to be like pushing a lot of heat. <laughs> like, goddamn. Um, but I wonder... Like, oh, um, by the way, did you see companies are designing heat blocks for it or a, like a, a fluid uh, cooling blocks for the actual, um, just in case it is pumping too much heat? I mean, I feel like that's that's a given, right? They do that with every video card, don't they? Yeah, but they're, they're way ahead of it now. They're like, okay, we're, there's a good chance that you'll need these. Yeah, but okay, here's another thing because of the size of these things, like, like I sometimes have trouble putting a video card on my case. Like, like, is this going to be, how case friendly is this going to be? You know, like well, my, the, my video card isn't even like nailed or screwed in. It's like, loose because it doesn't fit. So if, if this one is way bigger, did you see how the, the comparison from the one you have to that one is like, like bigger. So it's bigger than mine. Yeah, but like it's really big in my opinion. So like how friendly is this going to be? It's a big boy. Big boy coming yeah. in. That boy is thick. <laughs> Very thick indeed. <laughs> like goddamn, like you know, gotta gotta make this guy run a little bit to do some of that <laughs> thickness. <laughs> Got that car you going. It'd be kind of interesting if, it, if like, the more you run it and the harder it gets, the smaller it gets. It shrinks. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
if only it was organic, right? Organic base yeah. video card. I mean, so uh, is that your graphics card or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Uh, I was thinking of cardio wise, but you know that that's a different. That's funny too. Shoot, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it might fit in mine. Mm, yeah, I have plenty of space on my on my case. I was looking at it right now. I um, ever since they decided to take out like DVD cases, or like DVD slots, the little part that contained it, I feel like most cases have more room. And then when they decided to put the the power supply on its own little compartment nowadays, on almost every single new um, case that you look at. Um, so yeah, I, I guess it should fit for all the newer type of um, freaking cases. But if you have an older case, I think you're gonna be in for a little, little bit of pain if you're trying to put that sucker in there. By a little mm. bit of pain, you probably have to get a new case <laughs> or saw the yeah. one you have open <laughs> to make that space. Oh man, that way, yeah. How about you? Do you have enough space for yours, or do you think it'll fit just fine? Oh, for my case, oh yeah, I've got tons of space. I've got like a really big case because I'm running two graphics cards, but um, yeah, no, I even if it comes out like towards the the front of the case, or I mean the side of the case, like, you know, I think I could still fit it. Um, but I'm going to have to do a, like a full computer upgrade. I mean, I could probably keep the case itself though. So, but, uh, yeah, I would definitely want to do a full upgrade. Yeah. Um, it looks, I don't know. That's cool then. So if it fits on your case, that's good. Cause I think it, like the one that worries me, especially if you have like an older case, the length of it is very worrisome, but I guess we won't know exactly until we have it in our hands. But they did say that was the final design, from what I heard, around the interweb. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so far I'm excited for the PS5. I'm excited to see what uh, AMD has to respond with the new video cards of theirs, and I guess we shall see when the release date of uh, the PS5 and Xbox is, but for sure, I'm, I'm, I 100% believe that they're gonna release, like at least a PS5 on 2020, November 20, 2020. <laughs> Cause this one doesn't have a release date, right? The video card yet? Um, I thought it was, well, they're gonna reveal it September 1st. Okay, yeah, so not, not a release date yet, but. And then it'll probably go on sale probably this same month. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So looking forward to the uh, September event for NVIDIA to check out the power of the graphics card because this is where we're going to see the actually numbers and we're going to see the benchmarks, I hope, and then how much it can push or why is this so goddamn expensive? So if the price is justified, then by all means, right? Yeah, it's it, it's probably because they were able to push maybe a decent frame rate with ray tracing and all that, uh, all that you know those buzzwords. So there's probably a decent jump in price because of what they're having to cram into it. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, plus the 3090, they say that's gonna have 20 gigabytes, 
21. Dang. That's 24. Crazy. 24. And then the. 24. Yeah. And then the regular 3080 is going to have 10 gigabytes. And then the 3070 is going to have 8 gigabytes. So, goddamn. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. <laughs> um, man, so much new tech this year. Um, I'm, I'm kind of excited for all of it. I still want to see the, like I said earlier, the what AMD is going to respond with. Because so far they did a fantastic job against Intel, in my opinion. Now we got to see what's going to happen on, on their graphics department because they've also been lacking there. So I wonder if they also concentrated on making really, really good video cards because they're able to deliver ray tracing on consoles. So, and then for a cheaper price, so I wonder if they're able to also like perform fairly well for a cheaper price, you know, like not like the, all their previous cars, which like they do perform fine, but most of the time they just like, they just don't hold the candle when you start putting the top dogs against them. Oh man, super excited for, for the new tech this year. New Xbox, new graphic cards, man. That's the last thing I need to upgrade my computer. New graphics card as well. So, mm. but goddamn, those prices. I don't, it's like I'm either gonna buy a PS5 or a graphics card at this point, <laughs> if that's how much it's gonna be, six hundred. Because I do want the disc version, and yeah. And last but not least, I am ready to launch, almost ready to launch our website, gamersenclave.com. We are also getting ready with an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook. Like we're we're almost there, guys. We we're so close to making a soft launch and having some content on there to keep sharing with you guys. And I hope you guys keep coming back for some more. Um, do you guys have any last thoughts before I finish the uh, the podcast today? Any last comments? Uh, I don't have anything. Good. All right, guys. Well. Thanks for listening to Gamers Enclave, the podcast for the gamer in you. Have a good night.